say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. The world's most exciting podcast, home of borders, language, culture, and here he is, New York Times best-selling author and National Radio Hall of Fame inductee, Michael Savage. I'm Michael Savage, host of the Savage Nation podcast, home of borders, language, and culture. Hear my new podcast each week as I speak with top guests from around the world. Right now, we have over 700 shows in our library featuring interviews with world leaders, scientists, faith teachers, and more, including President Donald Trump, Prime Minister of Israel Ehud Barak, Edward Teller, the father of the hydrogen bomb, Jerry Falwell, and so much more conversations and commentary you cannot find anywhere else. Other guests have included Samuel Cohen, the father of the neutron bomb, Breitbart's Alex Marlowe, the great author Peter Schweitzer, Colonel Douglas McGregor, Be Here or be nowhere. The Savage Nation Podcast. Catch the Michael Savage Podcast on all podcast platforms every Tuesday and every Friday. Well, they did it, and how dare they? They indicted him again. They have utter contempt for the country they are supposed to be serving. The Biden administration, huge swaths, unfortunately, almost shockingly, of federal law enforcement harassing him, threatening him. Why are they so afraid of Donald Trump? But another indictment and another farce. Yes, this will not derail Donald Trump. No way. And I'll prove it to you. When was he arrested in Manhattan? Do you remember that? Can you name the, the week, the month? You really have to think. Did it happen 10 years ago or 10 minutes ago? Time has kind of been bending lately. That's April 4th in New York City. Who's this guy? The prosecutor. For about 10 minutes, Alvin Bragg, that's his name, was the most famous man in the universe. And nobody ever talks about him anymore. Nobody ever talks about that case anymore. At the CNN town hall, this issue barely came up. What happened was Donald Trump won the town hall. You know, I sat down with President Trump in late April, the same month he was arrested, and it didn't come up. I didn't even think to mention it. It seemed like such distant history. Take a look at these polls. In the Republican contest, all right, he is 35 points ahead. These are recent polls. This is post-arrest in uh, a head-to-head with Joe Biden. Where is he? Uh, Damn competitive, I would say. This is a big hint as to why the feds did what they did. They are desperate. They want to cling to power. They want to increase their power, and they must stop Donald Trump by any means necessary. Seriously, when Joe Biden talks like this, as he did last November, it sounds like he's made the decision for everybody, like he's controlling the government and the election. This does not sit well with me. Check it out. We just have to demonstrate that he will not take power. 
uh, by uh, if we uh, if he does run, uh, making sure he uh, under legitimate efforts of uh, our constitution does not become the next president again. He caught himself. We're just going to make sure he doesn't become president. Well, how are you going to do that? What if he gets more votes? And then he talks about, well, the legitimate uh, uh, confines of the Constitution. No, they're out to get him. And this is the pattern. They do something outrageous. They've been doing it, well, for eight years. It's eight years ago this month that Donald Trump came down that escalator. They try to sabotage his campaign. They try to sabotage his presidency. Uh, the, the phony impeachments, all of this nonsense to distract us, today at least, from what he's accused of doing. Joe Biden. Joe Biden is credibly accused of accepting $10 million from officials in Ukraine. Yes, Ukraine. New evidence. The FBI presented today to the House Oversight Committee. Joe's reaction is telling. Check it out. The bribery allegation. Congresswoman Nancy May says there's damning evidence in the FBI file that you sold out the country. Do you have a response to the congressional Republicans? Where's the money? I'm joking. Mr. President, it's a bunch of malarkey. Bunch of malarkey. That might have worked in 2008, 2012. It's not going to cut it anymore. Um, so Marjorie Taylor Greene is an amazing person and an amazing member of Congress. She actually saw the documents, and she's not afraid to tell the American people what she saw. A lot of people keeping their heads very low right now, but she saw the Form 1023 that the FBI did not want her to see, and she's telling us what she saw. He also said that he paid $5 million to one Biden, and he paid $5 million to another Biden. And it was all a bribery to get Shokin fired and end the investigation into Burisma. You remember this, right? Hunter Biden, no experience whatsoever, is working for $100,000 a month for some shady company in Ukraine. He's never been to Ukraine, doesn't understand anything about oil and gas. Why were they spending all that money on Hunter Biden? It'll become very obvious. Check this out. He did say that it would take 10 years for all of us to find out the payments made to the Bidens because of how many bank accounts there were. They uh, hid this very, very well, but no one's perfect. Next. He told the informant that he has two pieces of evidence showing proof of payment to Hunter and specifically Joe Biden. $10 million to Hunter and Joe uh, because, well, they wanted that prosecutor to stop hassling the company. Remember, Hunter was working for Burisma for an insane amount of money. There was a prosecutor, Shokin. This is not fake news. This is not a conspiracy theory. Shokin was looking into Burisma. They wanted that to stop. Joe Biden gets on the phone with the president of the country and demands that a prosecutor be fired. And this tape has never been debunked. It's, it's, it's legitimate. And it's right here. Yesterday, I met me with the general prosecutor Shokin. Yes. And despite of the fact that we didn't have any corruption charges, we don't have any information about the, he doing something wrong, I especially asked him, no, it was the day before yesterday, I especially asked him to resign. 
Great. And this is my second step for keeping my promises. I agree. They're firing a prosecutor because Joe Biden wants it done. The president said the guy has done nothing wrong. Joe confirms this story, although he tells a vastly different version of it. Shows that he's some sort of a tough guy. Take a look, please. I said, I'm telling you, you're not getting a billion dollars. I said, you're not getting a billion. I'm going to be leaving here. And I think it was, what, six hours? I looked, I said, I'm leaving in six hours. If the prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting the money. Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> got fired. I would love to ask Joe Biden, is there, actually, I know the answer. Is there any prosecutor in the world, in any country, where you demanded the president fire the prosecutor, other than Ukraine, other than where your son was getting money from a company? No. And his flip answer today, there's indications that he got $10 million for that phone call to Poroshenko to get rid of that prosecutor. $10 million. Yeah, where is the money? That's an interesting way to handle this, right? Where's the money? That's been his game all along. Where's the money? According to people like Tony Bobolinsky and uh, the House Oversight Committee, Joe is very good at hiding the money. I have a couple of ideas where it could be. Number one, he spent it. I mean, take a look. Joe, he boasted about being the poorest man in Congress, but he has very high tastes. At one point, he had four homes. You look closely at Joe, his clothes. Oh, yeah, look at this. Even as a kid in high school, I'd been seduced by real estate. You can do all kinds of things with money and real estate. Also, Joe always had a reputation as a natty dresser. He called himself the poorest man in Congress, yet people noticed that he dressed rich. Named one of the 10 best dressed men in the Senate, Joe Biden looks like Robert Redford's great Gatsby in natty pinstripe suits, elegant silk ties, and black tassel loafers. He dresses rich. That profile all the way back in 1974, even on the campaign trail. I could tell he's wearing ultra expensive clothes. See this? See the little European uh, sweater inside the jacket? It's actually connected. That's a $2,000 jacket. Hey, maybe the money went into his clothes. The House Oversight Committee, <laughs> they list all these relatives who they believe were given money from these shady businesses overseas through uh, basically front corporations here in America. House Oversight Chair James Comer. Joe Biden's son, Joe Biden's brother, Joe Biden's brother's wife, Hunter Biden's girlfriend or Beau Biden's widow, however you want to write that, Hunter Biden's ex-wife, Hunter Biden's current wife, and three children of the president's son and the president's brother. So we're talking about a grandchild. That's odd. Most people that work hard every day's grandchild doesn't get a wire from a foreign national. He's got a great point. Uh, Joe Biden, though, today insisting that he's an honest man. Oh, and would never, ever get involved with the investigation into Donald Trump. You know, if he had real integrity, he would. He'd call it off. And as the president of the United States, he has that authority. It would really unify the country. Stop it with this stuff. It's political. Everybody knows it. Listen. I have never once, not one single time, 
suggested to the Justice Department what they should do or not do relative to bringing a charge or not bringing a charge. I'm honest. He probably didn't have to tell the Justice Department what to do. They'll do this on their own, happily, giddily almost. But is he honest? Of course not. And just today, again, important. It's funny how these things are timed, right? Are they timed deliberately? Credible evidence at the FBI shown to the Oversight Committee that Joe Biden and his son Hunter may have gotten $10 million from Ukraine. But it's Donald Trump who's in trouble. He will make it through this. He will. I am, I know it. Now, it might take a miracle, but miracles have a habit of following Donald Trump. When we come back, you just put out a statement. We will play it in full, a video statement, when we return from Donald Trump. So, <laughs> they did it. And they did it today. They did it today. Isn't that kind of interesting? Uh, Donald Trump Jr. agrees with me uh, that they do this on the same day that uh, we have a whistleblower alleging Joe Biden took a $5 million bribe from Burisma in Ukraine. Biden's corrupt DOJ decides to indict Trump over BS charges, Donald Trump Jr. writes. Do you really think that's a coincidence? I do not think it's a coincidence. We are joined now by Bernie Carrick, the former police commissioner, top investigator for Team Trump. Uh, welcome back, sir. What are your What is your reaction? What do you think? What do you think? We knew it was coming, but it's happened. Third world country, dictatorships. You know, uh, Adam Schiff made a statement earlier this evening. Nobody's above the law. Well, the people that are above the law in today's political world is Joe Biden, Jim Biden, Hunter Biden, the Biden family, the Department of Justice, the FBI. Um, they are breaking the laws to enforce them. They're suppressing evidence. They're concealing evidence uh, against the, for the president, I should say. On the same day, and I, I just want to touch on this for a second, uh, Greg. It wasn't that a whistleblower came out today. Today, Congress confirmed with the FBI's help that Joe Biden took a $5 million bribe. They confirmed it today. They confirmed it today. Yes, they went. And the Oversight Committee the got access. Trump gets indicted. The Oversight Committee got access to that 1023, and that's what it alleges. It's dynamite stuff, and this happens. It's real. Uh, look, by the way, you... Um, you handled classified documents before. You've had senior positions. You know, tell us just how, <laughs> how much of a farce this all is. Well, it's, it's kind of insane, uh, you know, if you think about it. Um, you know, it, he, this is the president of the United States. You know, when the president of the United States leaves office, the GSA packs up their office, packs up all their boxes, and ships them to wherever he's going. Um, uh, did classified documents get mixed up in others and wind up in Mar-a-Lago or one of his offices? Possibly. It's happened to Reagan. It's happened to Clinton, Obama, e every president since Reagan. It happens. It's happened for years. Uh, the fact that they would take that and they would charge and they would charge President Trump, indict President Trump over a classification document issue, it's completely bizarre. And it demonstrates, you know, they want this guy 
not to run for office in 2024. That's all this is. That's what it's all and they're about. They're using the power of the Justice Department, the FBI, the Democratic Party, and the mainstream media, their propaganda arm. They're using them to stop him. Well, um, and by the way, the documents, the GSA, they usually put them in a warehouse for the president. They actually rent a warehouse in the town where the president is going. They did it in Little Rock. They did it in Chicago for Obama and Texas. They didn't do it for Trump. I think the whole damn thing was, uh, was a trap. Listen, Commissioner, stand by. We have uh, Donald Trump speaking on this issue, a video released a short time ago. Very sadly, we're a nation in decline, and yet they go after a popular president, a president that got more votes than any sitting president in the history of our country, by far, and did much better the second time in the election than the first. And they go after him on a boxes hoax, just like the Russia, Russia, Russia hoax, and all of the others. This has been going on for seven years. They can't stop because it's election interference at the highest level. There's never been anything like what's happened. I'm an innocent man, I'm an innocent person. Uh, they had the Mueller hoax, the Mueller report, and that came out, no collusion after two and a half years. That was set up by Hillary Clinton and Democrats, but this is what they do. This is what they do so well. If they would devote their energies to honesty and integrity, would be a lot better for our country. They could do a lot better. They could do a lot of great things. But when you look at what's happened to our country in the last three years, we were energy independent. We had a strong military that wasn't woke. We were doing so well. We were respected all over the world. We got the biggest tax cuts in history, biggest regulation cuts in history. And what do you do? You have a president where an election was taken got more votes than any sitting president in history by far, never anything even close. And they come after me because now we're leading in the polls again by a lot against Biden and against the Republicans by a lot, but we're leading against Biden by a lot, a tremendous amount. And we went up to a level that they figured the way they're gonna stop us is by using what's called warfare. And that's what it is. This is warfare for the law and we can't let it happen. We can't let it happen. Our country is going to hell. And they come after Donald Trump, weaponizing the Justice Department, weaponizing the FBI. We can't let this continue to go on because it's ripping our country to shreds. We have such big problems, and this shouldn't be one of them. It's a hoax. The whole thing is a hoax. Just like Russia, 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 just like the fake dossier was a hoax. You saw the Durham report, you saw the Mueller report. It was all a big hoax. You had two impeachments and they lost and we won. And we had tremendous support, but that was a hoax and a scam. And now they're doing it again. It's just a continuation, seven years, even after I'm out. But it's called election interference. They're trying to destroy your reputation so they can win an election. That's just as bad as doing any of the other things that have been done over the last number of years, and especially during the 2020 election. So I just want to tell you, I'm an innocent man. I did nothing wrong. And we will fight this out just like we've been fighting for seven years. It would be wonderful if we could f devote our full time to making America great again. And that's exactly what we did. But now, again, our country is in decline. 
We're a failing nation, and this is what they do. I'm an innocent man. We will prove that again. Seven years of proving it, and here we go again. Very unfair, but that's the way it is. I just want to thank everybody. We are doing something very special for our country. We're putting America first. I always put America first, and that's why we were in a position. Unfortunately, that position is no longer valid because they've done such a poor job. But we're in a position where we're going to make America great again. Uh, I'm innocent, and we will prove that very, very soundly and hopefully very quickly. Thank you very much. Well, thank you, Mr. President. Absolutely. Yeah, only somebody like him. The strength, the stamina. It is amazing to watch. It is a dark day for America, but what do they say? It's always darkest before the dawn, something like that. Our coverage continues when we come back. Information. Truth. Is freedom. Is Newsmax. It's real news for real people. Hey, it's Tony Marino. You know the old saying, good things come in small packages. The Eden Pure Thunderstorm Air Purifier is about the size of your hand, but powerful enough to kill viruses, mold, and odors quickly. I now have a couple of these in my home, and it is amazing how we can actually smell cleaner, fresher, healthier air in our home. My wife, who suffers from allergies, is especially happy with it. The Eden Pure Thunderstorm Air Purifier uses proven oxy technology to purify the air. I don't know all the technology, I just know it works. And because it's not a filter, you don't have to keep on buying filters. It has no filter. You just plug it in. And right now you can save $200 on an Eden Pure Thunderstorm 3-pack for whole home protection. Simply go to EdenPureDeals.com and put in discount code GREG to save $200. That's Eden, E-D-E-N, PureDeals.com, discount code GREG, and shipping is free. When it comes to this box situation in the documents, this is something that no one ever talks about but me. January 20th, the morning, those boxes, those documents are loaded up onto the aircraft. Donald Trump is still president of the United States. He flies to Palm Beach on Air Force One, arrives at 11 in the morning. He is still president of the United States. Remember, he did not attend the inauguration. He gets to Mar-a-Lago, approximately 11.32 in the morning as President of the United States. Whatever documents he had with him that were already there, he's still President of the United States and had access to every single document the government has. Joe Biden did not become President until 11.47 in the morning. Um, this is relevant. It absolutely is relevant. But uh, this whole damn thing is so unbelievably unfair Nobody knows it more than Rudy Giuliani, former mayor of New York City, uh, one of America's legendary top prosecutors, so much federal experience. Of course, he worked closely with President Trump. Good to see you, sir. Uh, your initial thoughts about uh, the news tonight. Well, this is a very, very sad night, Greg. Very, very sad. Uh, it, it, uh, it, it says to me, it's kind of the final straw that we just no longer have a, a justice system that's equal and fair. We have we have these allegations of massive bribes to Joe Biden. 
I mean, I've seen them. I know them. I've heard them. I've heard them on tape. It, it, to me, it's astounding. And the FBI has been investigating these for four years and uh, done nothing. Never did a search warrant, never uh, interviewed a witness. And now they're taking a document dispute and trying to make it into a federal crime. I mean, there's no comparison between the $5 million bribe and a document dispute, the $31 million from China and the document dispute. It's, it's ridiculous. I mean, we're, we're a banana republic and a fascist country if we do things like this and let them get away with it. Yeah. No, it's ludicrous. It's heartbreaking. Although, you know what? We've been through this before and he survives it. Nobody can survive it better than him. Uh, I believe he has to present himself in a Miami federal courtroom on Tuesday, Tuesday at three o'clock. What is that going to look like? Will he technically be arrested as I guess oh, he was technically arrested here in Manhattan? My I, goodness, I, uh, I almost don't want to say anything for fear of they're trying to, you know, put me in jail. Uh, no matter what I say. I mean, the American people will reject this. The American people, uh, uh, except for the ones that have been brainwashed, and unfortunately, you know, there are a fair number that have been, but people who have retained their common sense, I mean, how, exactly how many times can they frame Trump and you don't realize what scoundrels they are, how crooked they are, and how we, basically we, this Biden regime has sold out to China and the reason they're afraid of Trump, there are a lot of reasons, but one of the main ones is he's the only one that's ever stood up to China. Here's Joe Biden. Oh, by the way, they found all kinds of documents in his house, in his own house, going all the way back to 1974. Uh, but this, at this point, the public doesn't know that. And here he is blasting it as uh, blasting President Trump. Take a look. When... You saw the photograph of the top secret documents laid out on the floor at Mar-a-Lago. What did you think to yourself looking at that image? How that could possibly happen. How one, anyone could be that irresponsible. And I thought, what data was in there that may compromise sources and methods? By that, I mean names of people who helped, or et cetera. And it's just uh, totally irresponsible. How is it that he's off the hook? They found classified documents in his house by his own admission going all the way back to 1974. As a U.S. senator, he had no business bringing home classified documents. How is it? Where's the explanation there? There's no explanation and none is asked because he's being protected by a corrupt media. I mean, he sent, he sent some of the documents to Chinatown. He sent it to an institute funded by the Red Chinese. He had them exposed in his garage where an associate of the chief spy of China passed them for about 35 straight days. There's a document uh, written by his son, Hunter Biden, which seems like a plagiarism of a government doc secret document that sounds an awful lot like Hunter got his hands on some of these. We certainly can't, we certainly can't, uh, uh, rule that out. And the documents in Trump's hands had no such uh, 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 jeopardy that, that they can't find a single harm done to America. I can find 20 with Biden. It's a, it's a no harm, no foul dispute over the Presidential Record Act that has no criminal penalties by an archivist who actually hates Trump.
Well, they're going to try to up it to espionage, some sort of something under the Espionage Act, and that is a scary word. So this is, uh, you know, the the. The Presidential Records Act is not criminal, I get that, but apparently they're going to up this to espionage. Where's the espionage, though, Greg? There were no, there were no Chinese involved in this. The Chinese right. didn't give $31 million to the Trump family. No, the I mean, they made, on a, the other side. they made a federal case out of it. They made a mountain out of a molehill that has been known to happen with the federal government. Uh, you know, you say, though, that the American people will not accept it. I don't accept it. You don't accept it. Portions of conservative media accept it. Uh, don't accept it, but they blow us off. They just keep well, going. They do, but I think an awful lot of people who are just pure common sense people can see through the brainwashing, and they understand we have a president who's owned lock, stock, and barrel by the red Chinese. Let's not make any bones about it. They own them. They didn't pay them that money for nothing. The Chinese communists are not stupid. They don't give you $31 million to buy a drug addict. They give you $31 million to buy a country, and they did. So listen, they bought uh, the integrity of Joe Biden, which is pretty easy to buy. A lot of other people have bought it over 30 years. And his son tells you as much in his own written words yeah. on the hard drive that's sitting uh, 30 yards from me. The legal community has made it exceptionally hard to be a lawyer for President Trump. You know that <laughs> know. more than anyone else. How much pressure are they exerting? You know, there is a lot of turnover on Donald Trump's legal team. I understand, but I don't think I don't think people understand that. How much pressure these people are under? They investigate the lawyers. They try to compromise the lawyers, and nobody wants to touch this case at a certain point. Well, because in the Democrat cities, the bar associations are no better than the crooked Democrats. They're functionaries of them. They do business with them. I mean, can you imagine? I'm suspended because I'm a danger of creating a riot when a federal judge dismissed me from that case, saying there was no evidence of that. And the judge happens to be a judge appointed by Obama. But the Bar Association keeps me suspended. You know, this is where it gets very scary. I keep hearing, we can never have a January 6th again. There can never, ever be a January 6th again. I don't want another January 6th again. Of course, have I more, don't have more nothing to do with it. Have more cops there. No, but when they say that, I think they're trying to delegitimize any question about any election, about election integrity. If you start questioning the elections, it'll lead to a riot, that kind of thing. And they wanted to get rid of me, both as a lawyer, because I was one of his most effective lawyers. Remember, I changed the whole impression of Mueller and the Mueller Commission. Before I came in, he was at about 36 percent. And by the time I left, yeah. We had beaten the living daylights out of Mueller. He didn't even know where the hell he was at the hearing. And that Mueller report And then ultimately... on television, I've been one of his most effective spokespersons, and they banned me from television. Well, Fox hey, put me on. You're also one of the most effective mayors and effective Americans in, uh, in the history of this country. Mr. Mayor, we thank you once again. Rudy Giuliani, thank you, sir. But they're not going to stop me, Greg. I just I know get they tougher. Won't. I know they won't. You're one tough guy and a great man. Thank you, sir. To be continued, and we'll be right back. crazy case they're making against President Trump. Oh, they are so afraid of him. They are so afraid. But this is possibly the most important point that uh, no one is talking about. And whenever this attorney mentions it on the fake news, they they change the topic real quick. His name is uh, 
uh, parlatory. He was once a member of the Trump defense team, making a key point that I have not heard made anywhere else. Take a look. The negotiation is over the next two years after any president leaves office, they're supposed to go through all of the records mm -hmm. and they're supposed to separate out what is personal, what is presidential. Right. Personal, they get to keep. All presidential records end up at the National Archives headquarters in D.C. This ordinarily happens where NARA gets a facility in the town where the president has moved to. Uh, so in Chicago for Obama, down in Texas for the, uh, the Bushes. Mm -hmm. And all of them are held in that facility. Here, what NARA did instead is they chose not to get a facility like that. They had GSA move everything to his house, mm -hmm. and then were asking him to immediately send everything from his house back up to D.C., where he wouldn't be able to go through them yeah. as convenient. Isn't that interesting? And we looked it up, and it's a thousand percent true. All the documents went right back to uh, Mar-a-Lago for Trump, but for Obama, they found a uh, an old furniture store outside of Chicago, and they put millions of paper pieces of paper there, including classified documents, by the way. For Bush, they made special arrangements to get this warehouse in a place called Louisville, Texas, taking care of the uh, 43rd president of the United States. Because all the way, Clinton, Clinton, they got a big uh, facility, I think, in a strip mall where he could keep the documents. This is starting basically the moment he left office, January 20th, 2001, for every president except Donald Trump. You think the deep state, you think the swamp knew what they were doing and not granting him a facility like that? This is a big trap. I'd like to bring in uh, Joe DeGeneva now, former U.S. attorney uh, for Washington, D.C. Joe, welcome. Good to see you again. What are your thoughts this evening? This is uh, every time you see Joe Biden, think of Manuel Noriega. This is a banana republic. What happened today is the first time since 1789 that a president of the United States, having left office, has been indicted by his political opponent in the upcoming election. This is so embarrassing for our country and for the Department of Justice and the FBI that it's almost impossible to describe it. I am a former United States attorney for the District of Columbia under Ronald Reagan, a former independent counsel of the United States. What Jack Smith has done today should, is a disgrace to the Department of Justice. It is clear that the department set about to set a trap for Donald Trump and his lawyers that they could never escape from because no matter what they did to comply with requests from the Department of Justice and the archives, those people were determined to make a case against the president, no matter what. It's really an amazing moment in American history, and the American people should be appalled by it. We are at a different place now. The Department of Justice is no longer the Department of Justice. It is part of a banana republic, and it's an embarrassment to Merrick Garland and Christopher Wray. But you know what? They don't care. They think the American people are stupid and disinterested and will not care one bit. I think they're wrong, and I hope the American people let them know at the ballot box in November of 2024, and before then, with letters and comments to their congressmen and senators. Today is a dark day in the history of the United States. I totally agree, my goodness, and sir, so eloquent, so powerful, but letters and comments, um, you know, if they're 
willing to do something like this, I don't think the letters and comments are going to bother them. They want to get Trump off the ballot. They want to put him in jail. And from a legal perspective, this is a federal case. They're going to bring in the Espionage Act. Let's forget for a moment that it's President Trump. How can, a, how can he beat this case? Um, what would you advise? What happens next? I mean, and could, what happens next? Well, he's going to have to file a series of motions explaining the circumstances under which this trap was laid. Um, I assume his counsel is very well aware of this. They went to the Justice Department to plead for no indictment. Obviously, the decision had already been made to indict them. This was a meeting with no purpose as far as the Justice Department was concerned. It was for public display. They have to file motions. They have to seek to get the case dismissed. Whether or not that is possible remains to be seen. We need to see the motions that are going to be filed. But now it's in the courts. And now it's up to the federal judges to be fair. Recently, federal judges have not been fair to President Trump. Even his own appointees have been basically in opposition to him, relentlessly ignoring records, facts, and the law to do him in. Right now, we can only hope that he gets a good draw on the judge and that the government has to make its case. We are now in court. This is now up to the lawyers. I hope he has a team good enough to do what needs to be done. I'd like to bring in Steve Friend now, FBI whistleblower. Sir, you were amazing in your testimony on Capitol Hill a few weeks ago. Congratulations. Today we found out that, uh, well, the FBI, they had to be pushed, they had to be forced, but they shared investigative documents with the House Oversight Committee that seemed to implicate Joe Biden in a massive bribery scheme. He's accused of getting like $10 million, he and Hunter from Ukraine. From what you know of the FBI, from what you know of Washington, D.C., you think the timing uh, is a coincidence? No, if you're involved in any sort of investigation uh, career line, then I don't think you believe in coincidences here. Uh, you look at just the the, the facts that, that, that came out that were so damning against Joe Biden and his son, and it seemed to be the conclusion of of what we've all been known has been going on for a number of years. It just was uh, confirming a lot of these prior reports about his son's involvement with Burisma. And just, just so conveniently, this uh, this indictment uh, drops on President Trump. And uh, I, I'm sorry, you know, I've, I've been, I was an investigator for a long time and uh, coincidence to me is just, uh, it's not, not common in my vernacular. Also, um, you know the FBI very well. My sense is, correct me if I'm wrong, the field agents, the rank and file, they are appalled by this. They think it's ludicrous. They see how politicized it's all been. Uh, but the management, you know, from first Comey, Ray, uh, the sixth floor, I think it is, at the, the Hoover building, they're all down with this. <laughs> they, they think Trump, they've convinced themselves he's some sort of existential threat, and they'll do whatever it takes. Yeah, the seventh floor is incredibly, incredibly politicized now in the FBI. Uh, there's a tremendous gap between the rank and file agents who are doing the daily casework, uh, the, the stuff that people want their actual FBI agents out there doing, going after the, the, the pedophiles and the bank robbers and the terrorists. Uh, but once you cl start climbing that ladder, uh, the rungs of management, it can't help but be self-selecting, very left-wing. Uh, their entire uh, agenda is their own self-promotion. And unfortunately, now, if you want to promote you got to get your name attached to something like uh, like an investigation of uh, former President Trump in order to uh, to continue to ascend the ladder. 
Well, to be continued, uh, Mr. Friend, thank you very much. Excellent job with your testimony. Uh, so many problems there at the FBI. And of course, Joe DeGeneva, thank you. It is a dark day, but I think we're going to get through this. I don't know how exactly, but uh, we're going to make it, I pray. Thank you both, gentlemen. We'll be right back. So uh, here's a summary of the charges we think, some of them willfully retaining national defense secrets in violation of the Espionage Act. Give me a break. These are, these are disgusting. The whole damn thing. The whole damn thing. Here we go again. However, you know what? I'm not shocked. I'm not surprised. I'm not. I mean, we kind of felt that this was coming. Mark Simone joins us, iHeartRadio superstar. Mark, I got to tell you, when the FBI raided the uh, Mar-a-Lago compound last year, that shocked me. I felt the earth move. I couldn't believe it. Um, now I'm accustomed to this. I th <laughs> what are you thinking tonight? I'm thinking the Democrats always push it too far. They always go too far. They don't know what they've unleashed. This has taken us into the most dark, Soviet sort of space we've ever been in. The idea that a president would arrest the political challenger, his staff is doing it. Merrick Garland and this special prosecutor, Jack Smith, if that's really his name. Uh, and by taking us into this dark, dangerous alley, I don't think they realized it. They've launched us on a strange trajectory. No one knows where this is going to go. But when you go to the darkest alley, the best street fighter ever in American politics is Donald Trump. He has an animal cunning uh, that like no one I've ever seen up against these stiffs. I think he comes out a winner. He'll take that mug shot. He'll use that as his campaign photo. I think this is going to be the biggest backfire you've ever seen from the Biden administration. I love your analysis. I love it. Now, do me a favor. This Jack Smith, I think we have a picture of him somewhere. The prosecutor. Why? I've heard you say this before. Jack Smith, if that is his real name. Uh, <laughs> why? Why do you say that? Well, uh, uh, you only see a Jack Smith when they're checking into a sleazy motel. Who's really named Jack Smith? It can't be. Uh, look at that. I mean, the trick-or-treat outfit, the whole, this is a guy with some real insecurity wearing that. I know he was a, a Hague prosecutor, war crimes. Uh, they brought in the biggest, most vicious pit bull to go after Donald Trump. They will never be able to explain to the public why Joe Biden isn't getting the same treatment. Biden had the documents six years. Trump had him two years. They'll never be able to explain the difference. Well, actually, uh, Biden may have had him uh, 40 years. Take a look at this. Uh, interesting admission to uh, PBS Channel 13. Go ahead. Classified documents. Um, it, it's clear there's a difference between the way you've handled this and former President Trump. You've cooperated with the archives, with the FBI. Is that it? Okay, we didn't play what he said. That's the media fawning all over him. But he's, he, he admitted, I've had some of these documents since 1974. Um, how does he get off? How does he get a pass? And he didn't cooperate until the FBI showed up. Then he cooperated. And the same thing with Donald Trump. The first group was that national records, whatever. They're just a bunch of librarians in the government. You don't have to hand them everything. Once the FBI showed up, Trump certainly gave the documents over. He didn't resist then. So there's no difference here. It's absolutely ridiculous trying to go after him and not after Biden. This is going to end up, I know they say the power of the federal government, the power of the prosecutor. That's only when you have a real legitimate case, and they don't here. Hey, that crazy guy you were talking to, Jack Smith, if that is his real name, let's if take a look his at his name. resume. It's not that uh, successful. Uh, let's see here. He tried to prosecute Bob McDonnell. 
the governor of Virginia, that case fell apart. John Edwards found not guilty. Bob Menendez found not guilty. Uh, I don't, um, I remember Lois Lerner, she seemed pretty corrupt to me, uh, the head of the IRS, I guess. Did he try to prosecute her? I don't remember that case, but I remember the others. Anyway, he doesn't seem to be that impressive, and he does have this intensity about him that seems very strange. Look, he had no choice. I mean, and oh, by the way, he has all kinds of conflicts. His wife worked for Michelle Obama. They gave money to the Obamas. It's, it's crazy. It's ridiculous. Anytime you see a guy with that cape on and those ribbons or whatever the heck he's wearing there. And and don't let Biden get away with telling you he had nothing to do with this. These are his employees. It's his staff doing this. It's his attorney general. He, I, when he says, I know nothing about it, I had nothing to do with this, doesn't pass the laugh test or the smell test. Well, it's incredible. It's uh, It's really sad, but it's happening. And uh, I think we're going to get through it, though. I mean, again, the shock, I'm not shocked anymore, Mark. I think, it, and you, you're right, he's the ultimate street fighter. Stay tuned. Mark Simone, we thank you very much. To be continued, check him Thanks. out on iHeartRadio, and we'll be right back. Greta Van Susteren is back. She's on Newsmax, giving you the really big stories without the spin. Watch The Record with Greta Van Susteren. She's smart, tough, and always fair. Don't miss Greta's new show. So President Trump put out a written statement just before that uh, video. You want to read this with me? Put it up on the screen, please. Page one, the corrupt Biden administration has informed my attorneys that I have been indicted seemingly over the boxes hoax, even though Joe Biden has 1,850 boxes at the University of Delaware, uh, additional boxes in Chinatown, D.C. Next, please. Uh, with even more boxes at the University of Pennsylvania and documents strewn all over his garage floor where he parked his Corvette and which is secured by only a garage door that is paper thin and open much of the time. Absolutely. Unbelievable patient. I have been uh, summoned to appear at the federal courthouse in Miami on Tuesday at 3 p.m. I never thought it possible that such a thing could happen to a former president of the United States. Same here, Mr. President. Same here. It's an absolute atrocity. Do we have one more? Okay. Uh, oh, and the former president himself received far more votes than any sitting president in the history of our country and is currently leading by far all candidates, both Democrat and Republican, all true, by the way, in polls of the 2024 presidential election. I am an innocent man, and I believe him. This is indeed a dark day for the United States of America. We are a country in serious and rapid decline, but together we will make America great again. It does feel like everything is falling apart, but um, I am optimistic somehow. I really am. I they're messing with the wrong guy, and this was a desperate move, a desperate move by a desperate administration. Um, Joe Biden insists, however, he's an honest man. He was asked about this just before we found out that President Trump would be indicted. Here's Joe Biden. Mr. President, what do you say to Americans to convince them that they should trust the independence and fairness of the Justice Department when your predecessor, Donald Trump, repeatedly attacks it? Because you notice, I have never once, not one single time, suggested to the Justice Department what they should do or not do, relative to bringing a charge or not bringing a charge. I'm honest. Well, number one, we know he's not. We know that. 
hundreds, if not thousands of examples of this man lying his face off throughout his career. Um, number two, it's interesting. He may not have had to tell the Justice Department to do anything. I mean, the machine, the swamp, the deep state, they, they're, they're going after Trump himself, aren't they? Do they need any encouragement? All right, Donald Trump. Remember, he was arrested, when was that? April 4th. We have that picture. I call this the eye of the tiger. This is an amazing moment. Uh, grace under pressure, dignity. He's going to beat this. And I know this, God sees everything and he couldn't turn anything around for the good for the great, and I think he'll do it again. I'll see you tomorrow night. All the best.